Hello, welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the podcast for those of you who don't pay attention to the news and need it explained to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. That's us. We also, neither of us knows the intro because yeah. at least... <laughs> Oh, and we also read the news so you don't have to. Yes, we read the news so you don't have to, but we obviously don't read our taglines. No, I was like, I was going to listen back to one of our old episodes and write down what Elise says because I can't remember what she does. She's great at being like an anchor of of shows. Like Mm -hmm. she's an MC, pretty much. Basically. Okay, so I know that the next thing that she usually asks is Brian, what's getting you through the week? Well, apart from just returning from my beautiful vacation. I hope you guys stalked it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was fun. I was in Spain. I got my teeth cleaned. It was great. Right. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I got very drunk. Well, that too. Yeah. But I got, also got my teeth cleaned because it was really cheap and it was awesome. Do you find that the people in Spain spend a lot of time drinking, especially during the day? Yeah. They all have a cerveza at around like noon. Yeah. It's so chill. It was awesome. And they also do it with like this like sparkling water kind of thing. called Tinto Cla- de Verano. Or I, they called it like Clara, I think. Oh. Yeah. So I, I kept getting cerveza con Clara and it's like it makes the beer like easier to drink. And they had a lot of gluten-free options, which was nice for me. Oh, wow. I didn't realize they were so far ahead of their time. I actually kind of... So, okay. Getting me through the week. I kind of actually have two things getting me through the week, but the first one is very quick. The first one is that it's July 31st, which is also Harry Potter's birthday. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Harry Potter. (laughs) I I know we have a lot of Harry Potter fans who listen. I feel like this podcast is partly like a Harry (laughs) Potter fan club. Elise and I are both obsessed, and we make way too many metaphors using Harry. I'm also in part of this club. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I'm not... Maybe I'm not as obsessed as you, but I mean, that's only because Aileen and Jordana make fun of the fact that I went and bought the book and wore a lightning rod <laughs> on my head. I didn't really know that about you, Sammy. Yeah. Oh, I I was online for the, the books and the movies. Oh, I was first. Okay. So yeah. Well, no, we, Aileen, ask Aileen and Jordana about my bolt, lightning bolt scar. <laughs> and then like two years later, I fell into a step and I actually got I, a scar here. Yeah. You should have like made it worse. So it actually looked like a lightning bolt. I, I definitely like made that bolt. joke when it happened like many times. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, so he's actually 38 today. So Oh shit, he's old. Happy birthday, Harry Potter. I hope no. his kids Albus and something, something else, else are doing It's well. like Lily and James. Yeah. Um which were his parents' names. Yes. Anyways, um what's actually That's getting me through the week is Beyonce is going to be on the September cover issue of Vogue, which is a very most it's the most important month apparently for fashion for vogue (laughs) for vogue and it's unprecedented because anna winter has given her oh i said unprecedented twice Uh, now i'm saying it for a third time (laughs) anna winter has given her unprecedented editorial control and because usually everything goes through anna winter she picks the people on the cover she picks the people who take the photo she picks the stylist and then she even picks like the captions and all this jazz it seems like she needs to relax a little bit yeah i mean it's been working out i guess yes i also just feel like as for someone who's like so fashionable like fashion like knowledgeable she should get a new haircut every once in a while i kind of th- I, I know what you mean but i kind of feel like that's her thing it's like, like an iconic thing like yeah. i guess like carl lagerfield has like the white hair yeah i don't know i just think it's a little it's a little much but anyways um and what else is only cool? she could pull it off that's true well i mean like is she like i don't know i mean you never hear people making fun of it but that could just be because they're terrified of her yeah i'm sure once maybe when she stops she's an interesting yeah, she's an interesting a, cat. She is a character. She, apparently, this is her last like year. I heard as this is her last chief. issue, even. Oh, really? But that's a rumor. 
Um, so I wonder who will take over. But anyways, um, so this is the so the, um, Beyonce picked who's taking the picture for a cover shoot, and it's this uh, guy named Tyler Mitchell. He's twenty three years old. Like what the That's fuck crazy. is that? I get angry when young people are successful, <laughs> and he's the first black photographer to ever shoot the cover in Vogue's one hundred twenty three year history. So he can have that. Yeah, I he mean, can, if he's at least going to be the if he's going to be twenty three, at least he's the first black person yeah, to ever exactly. do it. I mean, okay. fine (laughs) but she's also not doing an interview again when she did when she was on vogue like two years ago she didn't do she hasn't done any interviews well that's because she wants to maintain her luster and i'm sure she's afraid that if she says anything that some of that will be lost she she will be writing her own captions but like the thing about beyonce is is that she's an amazing amazing um performer obviously but if you think about it she hasn't been in school since she was like 15 (laughs) so she doesn't really speak super well so i think that like when she talks people think she's stupid because she doesn't like have the best vocabulary i think right seem seem i i see what you mean and this could kind of okay here's i I agree with you about beyonce being an amazing performer obviously but i think that this is one of those people sort of like Anna Wintour's hair because mm-hmm. she's Anna Wintour. You can't call her out for her hair. Similarly, you can't call Beyonce out for the fact that she sucks at Instagram. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can we just admit that Beyonce yeah. sucks at Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. The people she, around her definitely suck too. Yeah. Cause everyone's probably too afraid to tell her she's doing it wrong. Yeah. She puts up like 15 <laughs> posts that are all kind of the same, not in a carousel one right after the other. The captions are meaningless Yeah, and people like eat it up because they want us and all and that's the other thing they're not even like interesting or candid they're literally just no. her doing a slightly different pose yeah and it and they're all like professional photography and also okay i'm not obsessed with the new album i listened to it once and i honestly just don't give two shits and i like stand lemonade obviously and beyonce beyonce but this right. one i'm just like mm-hmm, okay whatever right see i think that this i i, I think that beyonce's actual talent obviously she's an amazing performer but there are a lot of really amazing performers out there but the reason that she's beyonce and she has all this hype around her i think is because she plays extremely hard to get for example you're given a vogue cover and you won't even do an interview like you're you're trying a little too hard with the hard to get overcompensating by doing nothing and it's sort of like I don't know. I don't like it. I do I'm think that there it. has been a decline in the Beyonce stan lately. I think that's, I'm fine with that. I think yeah. it's, I think it's now become proportional to the, yeah. what's deserved. Yeah. Like I, I lo- obviously love lemonade and Beyonce, Beyonce. Yeah. Th- those are two of my favorite. I, I mean, I've always really liked her music, but I feel like when she's make, coming out with a lemonade, then that attention is like warranted. But mm-hmm. when she's literally just like standing in a pair of overalls, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> just because you released a photo of yourself. Like I can fucking Google that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Beyonce, but it is cool that she's going to be on the cover. Yeah. I mean, I guess she deserves it, but I would like an interview. Yeah. Say something, Beyonce. Yeah. Speak. Use your words. Yeah. Cause Jay-Z did that. Um, David Letterman thing recently. Yeah. On Netflix, but it was kind of boring. My feeling on Jay-Z is like, it's only been going down. And Dave Letterman. And yeah, down, down, down. Get yeah. some fresh blood. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of people who are not overrated. Oh yeah, what's getting you through the week, Sammy? Well, I heard, and I think probably a lot of people listening to this too, heard that Ruth Bader Ginsburg plans to be on the Supreme Court for at least five more years. Ooh. She's going to be 90. 
Um, it sounds like someone is banking on the president not being president after that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you never know. He might just take turn number three. Um, <laughs> I hope she. I hope he doesn't make turn number two. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, right. But the Russians. Yeah. All that shit. Um, so she, her, her comment was basically that her predecessor, who is, I think, like John Paul something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, no, it's not the Pope, John Paul, but whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. her predecessor. It's Sean Paul, the rapper. Sean Paul. Okay. <laughs> retired at 90, so she can too. Um, see, while this statement made me very happy, it also made me really like paranoid. Like I get very superstitious. Like, why are you talking yeah. about how you're going to live till 90? Like, don't fuck yeah. with that. Like every day is a gift. And yeah. like, <laughs> just, just don't, don't be making any plans. Yeah. We're happy to hear. Well, I'm very happy to hear that she plans well, to yeah, not retire. Exactly. We, we know her intentions now. Right. But I just don't like when she's like, oh, I'm definitely like, it just makes me feel too, too much certainty about yeah. your lifespan. But you it gives know, me anxiety. These old Jewish women live a long time. Eh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from someone with full Ashkenazi genes, they don't. Oh, okay. I <laughs> yeah. just assumed. Yeah, no, they, they don't. Actually, I think the lifespan might, I don't know technically, but Ashkenazi genes, which I believe she... Ginsburg. Well, she probably has the, one of the best healthcare in the world. Yes. As we know, all political officials don't think that everyone deserves good healthcare, but they deserve that they <laughs> deserve great healthcare. Right. And she has a great personal trainer, though. Yeah. I would, or personal trainer, I'd do it for free. Wouldn't even charge her. <laughs> so, yeah. Ruth, we're with you. Yeah. We'll RBG. Send, just let us know if you got our kale. Like, we're I know. Just, where do we even get we, it? We did send it. Imagine if we send it like cash on delivery. Then you would know <laughs> that she definitely got it. <laughs> I'm sure some like staffer or like intern opened it. I was like, oh, my lunch for the next week. Or they were like, is this anthrax? Yeah, exactly. I probably go that route. Yeah. So should we get into the main news? Yes, it's 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 here. Okay, I feel like we've hit a point where the news, each story is so intense, but they're also so like none of them are are gaining the, the level of traction that say like the migrant yeah. kids in cages da, did yeah. because they're all huge hugely big huge deals but bigly. they're so bigly he hasn't said that in a while no I forgot about that so they're they're basically coming like one right after the other and not enough of a big deal is being made about any of them but this is a crazy time yes okay I just have to say, I so uh, when I was on vacation, I didn't read the news or like go on Twitter at all, which was nice. But then I was like, kind of like feeling a withdrawal <laughs> towards the end of it. Yeah, I was like, I need to know what's happening with Donald Trump. Yeah, I need to read his Twitter, and so. Um, Did you talk to any people about the situation? Uh, yeah, people asked me and then I would start going and then I wouldn't stop and oh I would God. get like angry and then I'm like, okay, I pro and then I would be like, I probably should just tone it down for now. I, I <laughs> like, know I'm that sorry. feeling. It's like, it's, it's, and like my heart rate yeah. starts when I start, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, and then everyone's fucking racist. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I'd be like a casual dinner and be like, so what do you think? Like, what's going like, what about the situation with Donald Trump? What like, do well. I think? <laughs> yeah. I'd like try and start. And then like 10 minutes later, they'd be like all like looking away, like not actually trying to listen to me. Right. You start out like totally rational. And then you realize that you've jumped to a point in the story that people yeah. you, like sound like a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but you're not. Um, and so I've just been like, trying to play catch up and it's it's always hard because there's always just so much shit hitting the fan yeah that it's hard to keep track of all the shit <laughs> okay so right now the biggest i guess like thing that's happening is michael cohen is like in the midst of his turning against trump i don't want to say flipping since that's a technical term used for when mafia members tell on the boss he's basically a mafia basically member. yeah yeah there they are 
I mean, Elise and I had a whole conversation on the last podcast that mm-hmm. it's the only reason he's like not literally in the mafia is because he's a wasp. Yeah. So like they ha- they were allowed to have legitimate businesses, mm-hmm. whereas the reason the mafia formed is because they were immigrants and they weren't. Yeah. So again, immigration. Um. So Michael Cohen, basically. Or like earlier in the weekend leaked that there was actually a Trump campaign strategy meeting before the meeting with the Russians and that it included Rick Gates, who is Paul Manafort's number two. Yeah. So that the Rick Gates thing didn't come out, though, until Giuliani was talking and said that there was a second meeting before. Right. Yeah. So this was weird. Michael Cohen basically alleged this meeting. And then a few days later, Giuliani went on Fox News and he revealed that there were actually two strategy meetings yeah. which sounds like a lot of meetings before you're going to talk about russian adoptions yeah, it's but a, yeah. that's just a lot me. of meetings to just have one meeting right um, like i only have a strategy meeting about something when it's super high stakes yeah. i don't have like a strategy meeting to talk about like the sup meeting that's yeah. weekly like well so like michael cohen was talking and saying that he was in don um Donald Trump's office when Junior when Trump Jr. came in and told him about the meeting. And so people are saying it's like, well, it's one against five. It's the, like the Russian meeting. The Russian meeting. And then they're like, so it's Michael Cohen's word against all of them. But then it's like, and then Giuliani goes on Fox and Friends and CNN um, and is like, oh, there was another meeting and include Rick Gates. And then like when he said that, people were like, oh, well, that means that, and Rick Gates has already flipped. We'll, go, we'll get into who Rick Gates is in a little bit. Yeah. And so Rick Gates is already cooperating with the special counsel and mala mala mala. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't like basically Giuliani is just really great at putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Well, he also went on, he also said, I think this is verbatim. There was no collusion. And if there was, it wasn't a crime, but it's not because we didn't do it. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> that is ridiculous. And what's so, and then on the 29th, okay. Now on the 29th, Trump tweeted, um, why isn't Mueller looking at all the criminal activity and real and real collusion on the Democrat side, Podesta dossier? And then two days later, he, he does the talking point that Giuliani just had. Collusion is not a crime, but that doesn't matter because there was no collusion except by crooked Hillary and the Democrats. So he thinks that they sh- the Mueller should be investigating the Democrat side. For but collusion. It, for collusion, but collusion's not a crime, so it doesn't matter. But like Right, but, right. Like, I didn't even think a, about that. It so makes collusion no is not a crime, but now they're accusing Hillary and who the fuck they're else? They're so fucking stupid. It's just like I feel like we're just like these people are breaking the law, but they're not even good at it. They're and stupid. None of this, and none of this would be a problem if not for two things. One is that the base doesn't think about this they will not hear logic and two is that a lot of the moderates the people who are like could be swayed either way yeah they just are sort of like there's so much being thrown at them even us it's like a lot to take so that you can't really be clear on everything so by just muddying shit up they just are continuing to you know get people to not disapprove of trump i mean i think we're getting to a point though where the independence and moderates like you said i don't think that they there's just so much for democrats to campaign on at this point and now especially with like um trump saying he's like gonna shut down the government 
right but that's part that's part of the problem because it's sort of like the real problem let's be honest is just this one man and his psychosis Mm -hmm. he is the source of the problem Mm -hmm. this is he's the reason for the russia collusion the the daca problems the 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 shutdown the immigrant kids in cages which are still not reunited there's still a thousand kids i believe who are not reunited and probably not going to be yeah half of their parents have already been deported the common denominator is this one man but i think that moderates and independents or whatever they don't they've done polling or whatever and they they don't respond to mm-hmm. criticism of him as well as they respond to let's say like corruption a corruption yeah. argument so the democrats as usual have a problem like articulating yeah. the issue because yeah. the issue isn't something that wins votes because they don't like yeah. to just see donald trump being attacked because it seems arbitrary but really it's really just his malignant narcissism alleged that is <laughs> <laughs> that is causing this problem well he, he's like doing a good job of fucking his um party for these 2018 elections because they need to be they they can't have the government shut down if they want to do well in their re-election because otherwise it seems like because everyone knows that the republicans are the ones in power and i agree you know i agree with you but we're not counting the fact that the russians are like literally in our voter rolls Mm. so the elect we're we're all talking about this election as if there's not going to be this like x factor and we don't know what it's going to be they could purge the voter rolls of so many people that they make it seem illegitimate even if the democrats win so who really knows but also it's coming it's coming to be that the republicans are now like down for this collusion Mm -hmm. and the fact that that the trumps met with the russians they like don't even seem that mad yesterday two two senators um came out and made the following statements the first this is from daryl isa about um He's the second wealthiest person in Congress, by the way. He used to be the most wealthiest, but now he's number two. Um, got <laughs> That must down. have hurt him so bad. Yeah, people are just fucking crazy with their money. Okay, but you, you, who knows what will happen after Trump gives them all the billion, the hundred billion dollar tax cut? He could be yeah, the richest after exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, so this is Daryl Issa. If he's proven to have not told the whole truth about the fact that campaigns look for dirt, and if someone offers it, you listen to them. No one's going to be surprised. There are things, some things in politics that you just take for granted so here he's basically legitimizing the fact that they spoke to the russians to get their own hillary here's a second quote from andrew mccarthy look i don't i don't think it's bad if campaigns are turning to foreign governments for dirt it's not collusion it's something that's it's not something that's impeachable it's icky but that's what this is no i think it's called treason actually right Um, like why aren't we playing like the benedict arnold thing like if i were (laughs) if i were involved i guess i kind of am because we have this podcast yeah i would literally just be like airing a commercial about how trump is benedict arnold like what did benedict (sighs) arnold do he spoke to the 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 power the the enemy britain like this is what trump did i just can't believe that like you know we we went from we went from that there was no meeting then we went to the meeting was about adoptions and then we meant to that the meeting was about russian collusion but donald trump had no idea about it and then didn't help dictate the response and then he did help dictate the response and now it's turning out that he does seem to know about it which obviously like in hindsight like why the fuck wouldn't his son tell him that he was going to take this meeting for dirt on hillary clinton you know what i mean like obviously he knew right obviously he knew not just because he's in charge but because his son literally lives to please him wants to live up his ass and like also like remember that trump like how was that a, giving a speech on a Friday when he and saying, Oh, wait for my speech on the next week and I'll have some great dirt for you on Hillary Clinton. And this is when the fucking meeting took place. Yeah. It's like, how stupid do you think we are? Like, 
people uh, like it's like oh my god be, because it's not that we're stupid we are paying attention people who don't support him are paying attention and think this is illegitimate and think this is crazy but the, the a lot of we're one specific type of person many different people are like confused and don't hate him and they're yeah. sort of conned by him and they're willing to give him the benefit of the doubt or they think that he is like this legitimate business person and so they're willing to just kind of be like oh well like he just tweets mean things but like yeah. he doesn't really mean it i know here's the thing it's all sort of centers around this meeting but i don't think the meeting is even the most important thing yeah. If, if I had a guess, the meeting was where they talked about what the next action items would be, yeah. which was like how they're going to figure out where the where the most vo- where the votes can be most mm-hmm. impacted so that the Russians would know what to do yeah. for their influence campaign. So it's like Jared Kushner, for example, was running the data for the campaign. Mm-hmm. So the other the, thing, the, yeah, the other interesting thing about this meeting too is that it recently came out that Trump Jr. before the meeting called a block number. Trump's number and then afterwards called the block number again and we don't know who that is but Mueller knows who that is the thing is Mueller knows so much more than we do and he he could already have everything he needs I actually have a theory that he does have everything he needs and that he's not releasing it because and that he's just pretty much I think he I think he's finished the investigation. Mm-hmm. I think he has all his evidence. Like I really don't even think he's looking for any more. And I think he what's amazing is that he managed to do that without interviewing Don Jr., Ivanka, or Jared, or Trump himself, because all the shit is written records because they're too stupid to even like yeah. hide anything. Well the thing is I think well, obviously none of them thought that they win pre- win. So yeah. I think that this this like, was never going to happen because they've just been committing crimes and getting away with it for decades. They're very bad at committing crimes. Yeah. Let's be honest. The only reason they get away with it is because they're white and allegedly wealthy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what I th- so here's here's what made me think this about Mueller. So he didn't he drew. I thought it was very interesting how he dropped the um, the Russian hacking indictments mm-hmm. right before the Moscow meeting because okay he didn't just find those like he didn't just find those i think he was sitting on those he didn't drop the indictments he said there were indictments right exactly right right exactly like dropped isn't like album drop yeah yeah (laughs) i I, I thought of it the other way and then i realized that yeah yeah. so he he came out with those indictments right before the helsinki meeting obviously because he wanted the american public to draw the conclusion after seeing after hearing oh the russians hacked into our election that would force the conversation of Mm -hmm. like will trump say something about this will Mm -hmm. he whose side will he take and he basically lived out what i think Mueller wanted him to do which was demonstrate that he's very clearly on the side of the russians yeah it's um and that was very strategic yeah. so i have a feeling he has it all done and he's waiting till after the midterms when something will actually yeah. maybe be made yeah. of his results and you can tell that like they're starting like like the way that donald trump donald trump has always been tweeting like a fucking insane person like that like his house is on fire and he's trying to deny that his house is on fire yes. like i don't know why you're trying to deny this dude like you can look around and see your house is on fucking fire and like now it's like even more so like the amount of tweets he's been doing about like moeller and cohen like he used to not even say moeller's name and now mm-hmm. he's just like Mueller's a Democrat. Mueller's crazy. There's no collusion. But if there's collusion, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you, bro? Right, and all, and like, also, his, it. his tweets have gotten more um, 
like more false yeah like like being like there was one that he said something like you can't like don't believe anything they say like it's not (laughs) true like they've gotten to be really like a five-year-old's tweets like i don't think the lady protests too much yeah his tweets have gotten like more desp as the days go on you know how like when you're when you're trying to convince like a child is trying to lie to you or like a young person and they just keep saying more and more how they didn't do it, how they didn't do it. It's like, I didn't take the cookie. I didn't eat that cookie. What are you talking about? There's no cookies. I didn't eat that cookie. (laughs) And there's crumbs all over their face and chocolate. (laughs) It's like, this is basically what he's doing. He is like the mind of a five-year-old when like, and like he panics and just says like, like I would love to play poker against Donald Trump because (laughs) he would be like, just he'd put his cards on the table and yeah, tell you he won uh, exactly and he'd be like bro that's not how this game works he well apparently he's like a congenital cheater in golf like people he would play golf with people and he would literally like pick up his ball and move it and then his the person playing with him would be like what the fuck i just saw you move the ball and he's like no i didn't like he's like that kind of cheater he's really uh, and he's also a, 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 a cheater on his wife he yes that too yeah, that big too cheater. in spades he just Oh, he's fucking crazy. Spades, pun intended. He's fucking crazy. Okay. Um, speaking of people who are criminals, Paul Manafort's trial starts today. Yes. It's, so it's ongoing as we sit here and speak. I wish it was televised like OJ's trial. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, basically, this trial alleges that... Um, he laundered money. Okay. Apparently this doesn't really have much to do with Putin, but there's a lot of stuff about his like financial dealings. Yeah. So Manafort first laundered $30 million from undeclared offshore accounts into the U S without paying taxes on it, which is bad because that's a lot of money and you need to pay taxes on that, especially rich people. Fuck you. And then then, he only would have had 20 million. I know. And then he defrauded several U S banks to get more than 20 million in loans when the Ukrainian money stopped coming in. So yes, this has, doesn't, we're not, it is run by the special counsel, but does this have to do with Russia directly? Not specifically. Right. I wonder why they're choosing to make this the trial. Well, okay, so there. I think they were trying to hope and push that he would flip, which is, I mean, I don't know. But also, I mean, if you think, remember, like the guy that um, the pre- the guy that uh, Manafort worked for in Ukraine was a Putin like backed oligarch like criminal. Are you talking about Yanukovych? Yes. Yeah. And there was a lot of ties to Russia. And like that guy had to move to Russia because they wanted to imprison him. And um, so it's all, it is all connected to the Russian money and all this shit. Right. Well, well, just to give some, like the number one thing that Putin wants is Ukraine. He wants to control Ukraine. He wants to control Syria. Because Ukraine is between him and Europe. Right. So it's basically like he's trying to bring back the cold war where russia or the soviet union had all these satellite states nearby yeah so that's why he wants ukraine it's it's essentially like a land grab mm-hmm. um but apparently manafort earned over 60 million with his lobbying work in ukraine yeah and um he re- never and he never registered as a foreign agent which is also wrong right you definitely have to like do all that shit like get your driver's license yeah. um so <clears throat> I feel like a lot of this case is based on the, what Rick Gates said, who is Manafort's like number two. Yeah. Um, 
and he's cooperating. So Rick yeah. Gates def gave up some info. He pled guilty to financial fraud and lying to investigators. Manafort pled not guilty, but he was involved in pretty much all those same transactions because yeah. the number two person doesn't do things unless the number one person tells yeah. them to. And so when Manafort didn't flip, but Gates did flip, and now Gates is probably going like the heart of the investigation, the, the criminal case against Manafort. Yeah, and meanwhile, while this is happening today, Trump just floated the idea of lifting sanctions against one of the against the Russian oligarch that Manafort worked for, Oleg Deripaska, who he owed money to. Mm-hmm. Which this was, I mean, there was there's a question about whether the reason he worked for Trump's campaign to begin with was yeah. to like make and this guy whole for free. Maybe, for free. Yeah. But it was to make this guy whole as mm-hmm. it said in his emails. <clears throat> he wanted to like pay back his debts to him. Yeah. I think it was 10 million. Yeah. And um, in response to that whole tariff thing, Steve Mnuchin, our dear friend, said that the point of sanctions isn't to put anyone out of business, meaning he doesn't want to put this Russian oligarch out of business, which I actually thought kind of was the point of sanctions. <laughs> it's like, what? It's I like, just, why like, do it then? It's just like so getting, it's getting to the point now where everything just seems so obvious that it's like hard to understand. There are a bunch of like Goebbels over here. Yeah, they really um, are. But so Rick Gates is the guy that we were just talking about who was in the was in that preliminary meeting before the Russia meeting. So the fact that he's flipping and working with Ma- with Mueller not ju- and we only know that he's working with Mueller cuz he's he's going to be a witness in this trial. The only reason and like and so he's probably given them information about the meetings that they had too. Yeah, I mean between him and Michael Flynn flipping. Yeah. I don't know why you even need like a Jared. Yeah. Because if these people have all the information and can tell Mueller where to look for the rest, yeah. it shouldn't really matter. Like you don't need everyone in the mafia to flip on the boss. No. Like you only need like a few people who yeah. know what they're talking about. And especially if Michael Cohen has more tapes. Like think about the thing, the fact that like yeah, like, and we we only heard one tape, so yeah. Like, well, I've heard that I I've heard that we've heard the best tape, like the most informational, uh-huh. but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we probably heard one of the. I think we've heard the tape that has the most information yeah. that is the least significant. I also like honestly like I all this shit with like Mueller, it's crazy, and I I hope it 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 results in try like jail time or whatever. I really think the thing that brings Trump down is going to end up being one of this shady backdoor payments to a porn star or you a, think that's yeah. going to be it. I like honestly, cause like that shit, like he like didn't think that it was like this stuff, like he's freaking out about and like trying to hide it. And eventually we'll know that he, he, he conspired with the foreign power. But I think that like, he was just so stupid with his like shell companies and paying off these people and not disclosing it. And like, it's, he's going to have like a hundred affairs and probably like illegitimate children. Like, and it's, I feel like that will, will inevitably be a thing. Interesting yeah. side note. This is when you brought up Kushner, do you know who his brother is engaged to? Carly Kloss. I am like shocked yep. Yep. when I heard this. And they were like at the women's March. Yes. He's yeah. He's not happy. Um, also because, I'm pretty sure his whole entire company was created around like Obamacare. Oh, really? He, he owns a health insurance company called Oscar. And I think that it was like essentially created like aligned to be aligned with Obamacare. Yeah. And then they got rid of Obamacare kind of. Well, so. like apparently like they won't make any statement. He won't, like won't make any statements or anything because he like respects his brother. If my fucking brother yeah. was Jared Kushner, I would burn him at the stake. I don't <laughs> think that it's going well within the fam because no. Josh Kushner's like 
we don't I don't like this and Jared and the rest of the fam I think is like let's griff together yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like uh, they and honestly like they all have their own money and lives like why do you like families break apart all the time like if my if my brother was complicit in one of the most terrible presidencies and of well I think ever, that he I think that he I, I kind of think that there is a bit of a feud, but just that we're not, that they're not making it public. But I think that they're not, he's not happy with him from what I've heard. I just like, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's similar to the whole Kanye Kim thing. It makes me like Kim Kardashian a little less when Kanye says his crazy shit. Same. So I'm kind of like liking Carly Kloss less. I know it's, it's hard. It's here's the thing. I think none of us can really know how we would be in this situation. But I mean, I'm on this podcast and I have right. family members who love Trump. So, <laughs> oh, no, I know. But you're you're not your family members are not Trump. I wish <laughs> I wish they were. I wish they were so I could well, I could speak out against them. OK, I have a theory regarding um, the Russians. I think it would be really interesting if the Russians helped reelect Trump yeah. in 2020 and then they released his tax returns they they released them mm-hmm. showing that he was like in bed with them now that would really fuck up the united states yeah and i feel like that's their ultimate goal yeah imagine they, if they did that they don't really they don't really care about who's president their only goal is to bring like to bring us down no he's the puppet he's the puppet yeah. by which they're gonna bring down the united states yeah and who can and it's already sort of happening like we're yeah. already like a rogue state pretty much like, yeah. like yesterday he was like yeah i'll meet with iran with no preconditions it's yeah. like <laughs> says the man who spent years like delegitimizing the iran deal and, until it was beaten dead and then also he's like you know who doesn't get along with iran israel oh yeah <laughs> so it's but, like i'm sure israel right. is not too happy about that statement right. that's what i always fucking say to people i'm like i'm like yeah you think he's on your side he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about israel yeah. he doesn't care where the embassy no. is he just wants to do what's best for him he's friends with netanyahu today but that yeah. could change yeah, he doesn't give a shit. yeah he'll divorce her like he divorced all his wives yeah her him whatever okay um one more thing we're not we're not up to one more thing but yeah other big news regarding trump and his economic policy oh yeah there's two really interesting things that are happening one this happened last week and it didn't we didn't mention it because we didn't have time but i think we cannot not talk about the fact that trump is bailing out the farmers who he fucked over with his stupid tariffs yep and you know just adding to the deficit right but we're the tea party we don't like deficits yeah okay so it, they're basically he revealed it's gonna be a 12 billion dollar aid package i my understanding of it is that it's just like checks to the farmers yeah th- and that's billion with a b billion with a b <laughs> i think it's sometimes you have to clarify because that's a lot of fucking money yeah that's a, that is a hundred million dollars times 10 times 12 yeah that's crazy <laughs> I'm just out here looking for one million. I know. Like, I would be happy with just that. Just one. Just one fucking million. Just one million. And this is a hundred of those times 10. Yeah. Times 12. And it's basically because he he did his stupid fucking tariffs. And then, you know, what do you expect? China did their tariffs back to us. And it really mostly affected these farmers, these soybean farmers and um, manufacturers and etc in middle america well here's the thing so the soybean farmers are going to get these like random checks like it's like it's like oh you see eight more dollars in your fucking paycheck and you're like yeah so that's what the farmers are getting but it still doesn't bail out all the people who are connected to the farming industry like transportation of agriculture farm equipment manufacturers it's not even every type of farmer like it's not seafood and poultry farmer like yeah so it's basically just uh bullshit and isn't this (laughs) money coming from china too 
Like, isn't it like we're using aid package that money from we've gotten from China before? Like, China owns the shit out of exactly. us. Exactly. So, so it's like uh, it's just like we're putting screwed. it's like putting a band aid on a bullet hole on a self-inflicted wound yeah which republican senator pat toomey said i knew that sounded familiar yeah yeah he, I knew <laughs> but here, here's what here's what here's what trump tweeted about it tariffs are the greatest exclamation point who's the fuck starts with tariffs are the greatest tariffs are the greatest uh, okay either a country which has treated the united states unfairly on trade with a capital t <laughs> negotiates a fair deal or it gets hits hits or it gets hit with tariffs also a capital t it's as simple as that and everybody's talking what? what remember we are the piggy bank that's being robbed all will be great capital g okay <sighs> that's not it's comforting. literally okay this is an example of a tweet that reveals his five-year-old psyche yeah it's like what does this even mean it's, it it's, he, doesn't make any sense okay the amount of unfairness he thinks he has to deal with makes me want to hurl a shoe at him <laughs> which happened to like i think george bush or something it did yeah um in iraq yeah it, it literally it's like you think you're being treated unfairly yeah are you fucking kidding me what about all of the refugees who arrive from venezuela yeah. and middle america and just all these places who Honduras. then get separate right who get separated from their family and you're the one getting treated unfairly it's this is very unfair to me democrats the news is very unfair it's like these people okay so I, last night i was getting a smoothie Mm. and this guy in front of me it was like late at night it was like a bodega smoothie and this guy in front of me was being such a prick to the guy making the smoothie who was clearly like an immigrant from somewhere and this guy was like every he's like are you putting strawberries in there and he's like you wanted this smoothie it's his strawberries he's like take them out i don't want them he's like actually can you put the strawberries in the papaya in a cup on the side so i can eat them later but not in my smoothie oh my god and then he was like i want a chocolate protein it says it's his strawberry protein. like these like self-entitled people who've never been told that like they're wrong or can't just like like say like okay i'll take it as it is like it's fine don't worry about it and it's polite and kind like this is who this is. Like right. he's never had anyone say no to him. He's always, and every time he's done something wrong or it doesn't get his way, someone will make it his way. You know what I mean? He is able to just do things by sheer force. And this is when we had Emily Jane Fox here. I'm really upset that you didn't get to meet her. She, so guys listen to the episode we did with Emily Jane Fox last week who wrote born Trump and revealed all this shit about his family. Something she said, and I feel like we've discussed this before that he's able to just hold people under his spell and like get them to, he like steam, he basically just steamrolls them. Yeah. James Comey also wrote about this in, in his book that like by just talking and talking and talking and just saying the shit, he pulls people into like a silent circle of ascent that they can't, like he can't be told no. And this is what his whole life is like. He's like this giant gravitational force of asshole <laughs> that like, that could be the title giant gravitational force of asshole i like that yes perfect <laughs> but at the same time as the farmers are getting fucked trump also just proposed another tax cut for the uber wealthy which is a hundred billion dollar tax cut that's billion with a b so one million times a hundred <laughs> times ten times a hundred again oh god so, and this would mainly go to the 
0.01% because, you know, they don't have it hard enough. <laughs> yeah. So basically what it means, just so, you know, when you're like obnoxious racist uncle um, defends this, what it means is that they're reducing the capital gains, gains tax to adjust for inflation. While adjusting for inflation sounds like a nice idea, this is basically reducing the amount of taxes that people can make have to pay on investments that they made money on. So let's say you bought a house in 1990 and now you're selling it now and you made X amount of money. You would normally have to pay a certain number of taxes on that amount that you made. Mm -hmm. So basically what this tax cut would do would cut the amount that you'd have to pay to adjust for inflation, which isn't the craziest idea in theory, but the fact that this is a hundred billion dollars of a tax cut that are not going to be tax revenue that could be used to pay for infrastructure. Yeah. Remember infrastructure week yeah, or healthcare yeah. or social security or, you know, maybe even building a border wall. Yeah. Like this money is now being just put back into the pockets of really rich people. Um, and did you see that recently, like, like the Koch brothers study um, saying that Medicare for all would actually be helpful, like economically for the country. Interesting. Yeah, The Koch brothers are like, are just like they funded this study and it came out that we should actually have all Medicare for all. And now the Koch brothers are actually not are supporting the GOP and Trump anymore either. What? Well, like, do you not see the Trump tweets about the Koch brothers yesterday? Today? No. Oh my yes. God. What did he say? Okay, let me let me pull up the tweets as uh, I kind of talk about it because this is I'm not critical. Positive. Because uh, like the, it's the the GOP that they foresaw is not happening anymore. Yeah, because it was a fallacy. Yeah. It was bullshit. It was never going to happen. You can't make it work because you can't. They can't fund it the way they want to, and also because coal and all the industries that they support are outdated, and we need to move on. Well, it's and like. I I just was just reading this. Um, I was just watching this video of Arnold Schwarzenegger, like shitting on Donald Trump about coal. I don't know. He was like, he's interesting. Saying, you, you can't go back in time to save the future. <laughs> especially, especially. And if you go back in time to save the coal industry, you are destroying the future. Oh my God. He's right. It's, it's right. Um, so Trump tweeted this morning about the Koch brothers, the globalist Koch brothers who have become what? a total joke in real Republican circles are against strong borders and powerful trade. I never sought their support because I don't need their money or bad ideas. They love my tax and regulation cuts, judo picks and more. Part two, I made them richer. Their network is highly overrated. I've beaten them at every turn. They want to protect their companies outside the U.S. from being taxed. I'm for America first and the American worker, a puppet for no one. Two nice guys with bad ideas. Make America great again. Jaw on the fucking floor. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. In any other year, this would be a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. First of all, he just admitted that he made them richer. That's number one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so clearly his tax gets more the for them. I didn't even think of that when I saw that. He just said I made the much like what the hell? I thought you were uh, gonna drain the swamp. Yeah, I thought you were trying to make the middle like younger like middle America middle class. Okay, that's one. What was in the beginning? I don't even remember. The globalist Koch brothers. The globalist Koch brothers. Yeah. They're not globalists. No. Okay, the reason I think that they we talked about this in the episode that's gonna air next week, mm -hmm. the two episodes. Yeah. The the Koch brothers and the Mercers, the Mercers are the ones who fund Trump, they fund Breitbart. The Koch brothers and the Mercers are enemies. Yeah. So I guess that's where this is coming so from. So I think I don't know, yeah. The the Koch brothers are like 
not going to be as like they're they're focusing their money elsewhere i think and not towards like big races and stuff like which they never did i have to well they they fund they their, their whole thing is like grassroots and they probably are like looking to like get onto state legislatures yeah their main thing is just fucking the environment for the sake of their own companies yeah but basically they're saying the republicans free ride is over you know like they, they regret supporting certain Republicans just because they were Republicans and like saying they're for principles that they aren't actually for. They're going to be much stricter when vetting candidates to support. I so, think these yeah. people are also confused. They're all confused. Also, they have more money than Trump ever will. Or close. Oh, yeah. They actually have it. Yeah. These people, <clears throat> these people, okay. This is how we know that the country is, is shifting in our favor, mm-hmm. even though the elections may not reflect that. These people are like, imploding in on themselves yeah you're supposed to be on the same team guys yeah you're the coke brother the tea party people basically became trump people yeah interesting and i like like this the like classic conservatives are like they're they're they don't like it either like the lindsey grahams and the john mccain's it's like all be on the democrat side if they weren't afraid of getting voted out or if they weren't just like retiring did you see the thing about jeff flake how he's on vacation all of august and um so, uh, even, uh, you, uh, blah, 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 blah. Senate is usually in session dur- or is at not in session during August. Right. And, but, um, Mitch McConnell kept it because they wanted to approve all of his judicial nominees, including Kavanaugh. <laughs> and Jeff Flake was like, nope, I'm peacing out. I'm going to Zimbabwe. <laughs> That's <laughs> and amazing. So, and he's like on the judicial committee. Zimbabwe so th- where Obama was born. Yeah. Maybe he's from there. <laughs> maybe he's visiting his ancestors. Yeah. Let's see his birth certificate. Um, and so, Apparently that's like fucking up the whole Senate voting system right now. So we may not have a vote on Kavanaugh. That is amazing. Because of Jeff Flake's vacation. <laughs> Honestly, good. He, that's what it, that's exactly how they should get fucked. Yeah. By like one of their people going on a lavish vacation yeah. that they don't deserve because this country is just completely a swamp. Basically. Yeah. You know what? I, I hope, I hope he stays on vacation. Yeah. I hope he has no Wi-Fi in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be reached. Yeah. Quark go on vacation too you deserve it they should you know what all the ones who just want to like protest yeah. should just go on vacation You're like i'm taking my i'm taking my time off right they're late they're, they're they're not even gonna run again so it's like yeah who cares exactly that, that's another thing i don't understand in all this i think one of the biggest problems in the country is that politicians are being a politician is a career being yeah. a politician should not be a career yeah. it should be like a duty that you step into for a few years and then you're like okay i yeah. did that and well, i'm out. unlimited terms for is it unlimited terms for senators and congressmen i think so yeah that's bullshit that should not be anything right there should not be a such thing as a career politician it should yeah. be like you could do it for a little bit and then you shouldn't do it anymore yeah and it shouldn't be someone should want to be a career politician it shouldn't yeah. be this like appealing job it should be a service it like the military like, yes yeah, someone else nominates you yeah to run and i'm not suggesting we have a military state i'm just no. suggesting that someone it's like that. nominate me to run though Okay. Honestly, you could just do it. I could just do it. He's building his following through this podcast. Yeah, look at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's an example of someone who's like representing as opposed to careering. Yeah. Like this isn't your meal ticket forever. For now. We'll see. Okay, fine. <laughs> Alexandria, <laughs> you better stay with it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, should we move on to one more thing? Yes. Okay. One more thing. So my one more thing is that the midterms are in ninety-eight days. Wow. I know. There's a record number of women candidates and you guys should all vote. We're actually partnering with Rock the Vote, as you know, from last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you have not registered to vote, 
um, you just go to betches.co slash vote and you can register through Rock the Vote. It's so easy, guys. And also the thing is, is like, if you're like, well, voting is on Tuesday and it's not a holiday. Yes, that sucks. It should be a fucking holiday. It is also extremely easy to get a mail-in ballot. Like, stupid easy. All you have I to do never is, check my mailbox, though. <laughs> well, if, you, if you're expecting mail, you check your mailbox. Only if it's like a present. <laughs> we'll get you it know. delivered to your office yeah. or someone who's responsible. Yeah. And, and then just fill it out. They provide the stamps for you. You don't even actually, you don't even have to stamp it because it's a, it's a whatever thing. Yeah. And you just fill it out, mail it back in and then you vote it. It's so easy. And right. then you don't have to miss a work day. You don't have to get out of bed if you just don't want to get out of bed because you already voted. It's so easy. Right. You're, it's like your own head on the game. Exactly. The other, so the, the other thing is that, although midterms look i know we always like kind of talk about this voting is super important and like oh i know it sounds like preachy and annoying yeah they're saying that but i actually just read this this article in the new yorker and the theme of it was kind of that like voting is the last thing in these midterms is like the last thing you can do to stop trump and to like Mm -hmm. save american democracy yeah because if you don't vote and the republicans win he's just gonna do this for two more years and then he's gonna run again and he's probably gonna win Mm-hmm. We have the Russians on his side. <laughs> You're basically voting against the Russians. Just keep remembering that. Yeah. So this is, and, and there's not much more you can do. We've protested. We've marched. We've tried to shut down. We've tried to do government shutdowns. We tried to not do government shutdowns. We've tried yeah. to offer to fund the wall. We have really tried everything we fucking can. But if, if, if the Republicans still have the house, there will be no chance of, you know, potentially blocking another Supreme Court nominee. Then you're going to have a seven, you're going to have seven, six conservatives on the mm-hmm. Supreme Court potentially could be seven, depending on Ruth and you yeah. know, whatever else she has going on. And it's like, I hope you enjoy your gay friends, merit weddings, because we all know gay weddings are better than straight weddings. And there will not be any more gay weddings. If yeah. Trump is elected again, exactly. or potentially if the, if the Democrats don't take the house in 2018. So this is really, really important. Be part of this and vote. And also, you know, we, we talk about this in our, our next week's episodes, um, which we've recorded, uh, people, if you have to vote down the ballot, because these are the people who decide the, uh, districts that you're voting in and right. that makes a huge difference on who becomes your congress representative and so you need to vote for those people too it's you can't just check the top people you need to check the bottom i know it's not glamorous but you got to do it it also takes zero fucking effort like come on and do it for the gram yeah you know? do it for the gram like if you're not sure who to vote for just ask us yeah we'll tell you Betches.co <laughs> <laughs> slash vote and yeah. register Another thing is, another one more thing is, so Trump's rhetoric is starting to get um, national traction or international traction. Recently, Maduro from Venezuela, he's like the authoritarian dictator who is basically starving his own people, has been using the term fake news as well as Assad from Syria, who, um, you know, gasses his own people yeah so it's like it's almost like he's a trendsetter yeah so he's using so these people now he's discrediting international journalists as well and these people don't just say fake news and then tune out of the commercial these people kill journalists and he's like so these are trump's words are having like international repercussions Right. And it's not a co. And if you want to look at, take a look at who Trump is, take a look at who copies his behavior, what kind of people yeah. copy his behavior. Mm-hmm. You don't hear people who you admire 
you know, yeah. c- copying his behavior. You only hear authoritarian dictators doing so. And yeah. the reason they're doing so is because it's been effective. Yeah. Did you and hear? Yeah. Go. You were talking about the, how Trump met with the New York times guy. He's about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And this was what was he the editor in chief of the New York times. Yeah. Um, Salzburger. Yeah. He met with Trump a couple weeks ago and it was supposed to be off the record. And it was just to talk about, the rhetoric and because you know we're gonna get to a point where journalists and people in the news media are gonna be like killed and it's gonna our trump supporters are gonna be very violent to them because trump calls the the media the enemy of the people and is basically equating them to people like isis and terrorists right and so the way that you deal with those people is going to be the way you start dealing with (laughs) the journalists and the media which is not the fucking case it's the first amendment we need free press yeah and now it's and then so he also met with him to try and talk him to stop using that rhetoric because of people like maduro and assad using these terms overseas and it's just no bueno i cannot even imagine what end a a supposedly constructive conversation with salt with this like yeah salzberger was like yeah because he's like a real person yeah who's like has money has a, a family legacy also so when trump meets someone who's like kind of his peer but also like a little better yeah it must be so terrible for him yeah he must be like a little kid like being like don't don't hurt me don't punish me (laughs) and i can't even imagine them having a real conversation back and forth where salzberger's like this is dangerous because reason 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 and trump is like the enemy of the people yeah. like, you gotta stop attacking me it's yeah. like we're not they're not attacking you because they don't like you they're just attacking you because you're crazy they're also just like stating the facts right you right. know it's not like it, these aren't like op-eds that trump doesn't like he's just they're just like using his words and his advisors at words and his whatever fucking people's at words and writing it down and saying what it is it's like and then it's like and then that's attacking it's like no dude i'm just reporting what you're fucking saying right i think that he doesn't understand and again this is like a lot of fox kind of like his whole existence that journalism is actually based on like a set of standards and rules and that you check things you can't just write whatever the fuck you want yeah which is obviously a rule that doesn't apply to his own twitter no so he doesn't get that he thinks that the new york times when when he tweets he thinks that that's what the new york times is doing with their articles yeah they just write whatever the fuck they yeah, want like no, that's, that's not, not how, how it goes. works no okay. all. well if you guys love our podcast as much as i love doing it <laughs> you should screenshot it and post it on your insta story because we're still giving out stickers we'll forever be giving out stickers we might even have new stickers soon yeah we'll have new stickers soon yeah. i think we're brainstorming them right now and the same applies to the email if you mm-hmm. love the email screenshot it tag at betches underscore sup and then dm us your mailing address and then we'll send you the stickers it's really pretty easy and it's system for yeah. everyone except for taylor who has to mail them all yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is fine because it's neither of us yes okay so i think this has been our show yeah until the end of democracy i'm sammy fishbach <laughs> i'm brian russell smith and this has been the betches sup podcast bye i don't know if i pulled that off but i think i did <laughs> you got it yeah Batches.